Well, the Lakers just wanted to give us another little heart attack for the second game in a row. They go into overtime, although thankfully it was just one overtime this time. But end of the day, Lakers beat the Thunder 119 to 112, and they did it without Anthony Davis and the GOAT, Alex Crusoe. You're listening to the Laker Hand Podcast. I am joined by my favorite co-host, and I think your guys' favorite co-host as well, Laker Dad. Dad, this was a really ugly, ugly game. I mean, that's just the first word that comes to my mind, ugly. Hannah, I have no idea how the Lakers won this game tonight. They played so poorly most of the game. And Oklahoma City, I've never heard of anybody in Oklahoma City other than Shea Gilchrist, Alexander, and uh, um, what's his name, the center, uh, Al Horford. Those are the only two guys I ever heard of on the entire team. But they had these guys, they were like driving to the basket. The Lakers couldn't guard anybody in the paint. They couldn't stop the three-point shooting. I don't know how the Lakers won this one. Yeah, I mean, obviously going into this game, we knew that defense was going to be a little bit hard, especially because, you know, without Anthony Davis, our only big guy is Marcus Gasol. And as we all know, he couldn't guard, you know, me and my sister. and We're not even five feet. So Marcus Gasol is just not going to get the job done for us defensively, unfortunately. So we knew this was going to be a little bit of a challenge. But, Dad, I mean, it was just so frustrating, especially in that first half, just to see all the easy layups OKC was getting. Just so unacceptable. Hannah, um, you know, the other day I wanted to do a podcast. Uh, we're at the one-third mark of the season, and I thought we would take stock of where the Lakers are at this point. And i got to be honest with you, Hannah. I mean, the Lakers have a good record, and they got a lot of good players on the team. But let's be honest, they're not as good a team at this point of the season as the Lakers were last year. Uh, they just are very up and down. They, they just can't seem to guard anybody in the paint. They just don't have any rim protection, and other teams score very easily on them. I know the Lakers are rated the number one defense in the league. I'm not quite sure how that is. Uh, They got killed on the boards tonight. I can't even imagine how many offensive rebounds that Oklahoma City got. Every second chance uh, hustle play, Oklahoma City came up with it. Again, I have no idea how the Lakers won this game tonight. I'm sure glad they did, though. Yeah, OKC had 15 offensive rebounds total. You know, I was actually going to mention what you just said. The Lakers' defense looks at times really bad, but then you look at the stats and they're technically the number one defense in the league. So it's a little bit misleading. Obviously, we all know by now. We keep saying it over and over and over again. Lakers needed another big but, you know, we're just going to have to kind of wait and see what happens at the buyout and with everything like that. I do have faith in Rob Plink. I do think that they're going to pick up another big because it's so clearly obvious that that's what we really need. But I want to talk about some highlights tonight. Now, obviously, with AD and Caruso out, that meant that we got to see Markeith Morris and Wesley Matthews back in. Of course, those two players have not played in a few games. And to be honest, Dad, Wesley Matthews really played extremely well. He had 16 points tonight. He was 5 for 7 total, 4 for 5 from 3-point range. I mean, he made some big three-point shots that really helped us win the game so it was really nice to see him play tonight obviously when the Lakers brought him in uh during the offseason people thought he was going to get a ton of minutes have a pretty big role with his team hasn't really played out like that but it's nice to see that he really stayed ready and embraced this opportunity tonight because the Lakers needed him I actually thought Wesley Matthews was going to be a starter at the beginning of the season. Uh, it didn't happen. I'm very happy for him, Hannah. He had a really good game after not playing at all for four or five games in a row. He made four three-point shots. He scored 16 points. And he made some key shots at key moments. you got to feel good for him. And he played some solid defense at times. Yeah, no, Wesley Matthews was great. And, you know, another player I thought was 
awesome tonight, but I always think he really is great. He always brings a ton of energy, a ton of hustle, is Montres Harrell. You know, he had 21 points tonight. He had eight rebounds, and he just really, I mean, obviously he can't replace Anthony Davis. They're different players. He's a little bit smaller than AD, but he really just provides so much toughness, especially on that defensive end. Yeah, I love Montres. He was very, very instrumental in this win tonight. He's really an interesting player, Hannah. I got to be honest with you. I mean, he's a center. That's really what his skill set is. But he's really only, I think he's maybe 6'6", 6'7". You know, so he's limited on some of the things he can do. But boy, does he play hard and he's confident. You know, you you just got to like Montrez and he played very well tonight. And they needed it because Dennis Schroeder didn't show up for most of tonight. Well, Dennis Schroeder actually finished the game with 19 points. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. When you're looking, he was 6 for 16 from the floor. So not a very efficient shooting night for him, but still 19 points. I want to ask you this question, though, Dad, because obviously, you know, Wesley Matthews throughout his career has been known for being a really good three-point shooter. He hasn't gotten a ton of minutes with this Lakers team. But we see tonight, you know, when he does get those minutes, what he's able to do. Do you think that the Lakers should play him more? I mean, obviously, like we, like I said earlier, you know, him and Marquise really kind of fell out of rotation because THT, Alex Caruso were getting the minutes. I really like what I'm seeing from THT and, of course, Alex Caruso, but I feel like we've really got to find some minutes for Wesley Matthews. I kind of feel the same way, Hannah, but let's not lose sight of the fact he just wasn't knocking down shots earlier in the year. That's why he wasn't playing. He wasn't scoring at all, and he wasn't, he just wasn't doing anything. You know, again, I'm just a little concerned about KCP. He just hasn't played well in quite some time. He didn't play well tonight. And boy, what a bonehead play at the end of the game. He almost cost the Lakers the game. Lakers were ahead by three points with just a few seconds to go. And he you know, committed a silly, horrendous foul you know, against uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander on a three-point attempt. And he made the three free throws and we went into overtime. That was a bonehead play. I don't know. KCP just hasn't been playing all that well in my mind. So, you know, uh, if they come up with other points, I mean, Taylor Horton Tucker's starting to play more and more minutes. Uh, he scored, he didn't score a lot of points tonight. He made some points, but he, you know, they must have liked his defense because he was in there a lot. At one point in the fourth quarter, LeBron was on the court with four guards. Yeah, it's seeming like that's kind of the lineup that they're loving. LeBron with, you know, four guards on the lineup. When you're talking about THT, though, going back to it, he didn't score a ton of points tonight. He only had eight points, but he really does fill up the stat sheet a lot. You know, he had five rebounds. He had two steals, two blocks. I mean, THT is really looking like he needs to continue to play. I think he's only going to get better. I'm super excited about him. But going back to what you were saying about KCP, I'm really frustrated in him because obviously this past season in the bubble, he played great. He was one of the main reasons we won that championship. Fans were really excited because finally after years, it seemed like KCP had finally been the player that we were all kind of told and promised he would be. Then to start the season, he really played strong. He got injured a few weeks ago and ever since coming back, he just hasn't been the player that, you know, we were hoping and that we were used to seeing the past season and, you know, in the bubble. So definitely really frustrating with him there. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if he's still kind of struggling with that injury or if he's just... I don't know. It's hard because, you know, I don't want to be too hard on the players because I think this season, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. It must be extremely difficult, extremely weird of a season. I understand they're professionals, so, you know, buck up and get the job done and come out and, you know, play as hard as you can. But still, it's a totally different environment, a really different season for them. Hannah, I guess this is the time when I have to mention Kyle Kuzma. You know, everybody should know is my favorite player. 
I, I feel bad for Kuz. I mean, you know, with Anthony Davis out, you would think he would have started tonight. He always plays better when he starts. The coach didn't start him. They started Markeith Morris, who hasn't played in several games. You know, Kuz really didn't play that many minutes tonight, all things considered, especially with AD out. He had 10 rebounds. He had 11 points, so he had a double-double. He had a couple of monster blocks in the first half. But, you know, he did not shoot well, not at all. I'm going to be honest about that. But, man, uh, you know, he, they never, he doesn't close quarters anymore. He doesn't close games anymore. He doesn't play in overtime anymore. He's really, you know, again, in a very limited role, he's doing well, but but uh, the coach just obviously doesn't have a lot of confidence in him. Well, I don't know if that's really the case. I don't know if I agree with you there. I just think the coach was going with a different lineup tonight because I think he figured those guys were playing better. Like you mentioned, Kuz really wasn't shooting the ball well, and the Lakers just kind of in general were struggling offensively just as a whole tonight. They only shot 46%. So I think the, that the coach really just kind of wanted a little bit more offense out there. But, you know, I will say, I think Kuz's role has been better. And I think he's kind of found his role a little bit better with this team than he did last year. I mean, he's been really rebounding the ball really well, been playing really hard on the defensive end. Like you mentioned, he had those two blocks in the first half that were really impressive to me. So I don't know if I necessarily agree with you there. You just love Kyle Kuzma and you want to see him play all 48 minutes. But, you know, I think you just have to be a little bit more understanding of all the other players. But whatever, regardless of that, you know, I still think even though it was frustrating, the Lakers went into overtime with another team that they should have easily beat. Still happy we got the win. And what I'm realizing is the Lakers are now on a five-game winning streak. The next game they play is going to be Wednesday night. They're going to be playing OKC again. I'm pretty darn over playing the Thunder, but I think we only, I think this is our last time we see him this season. We've already played him. So I think this is the last time we see him. I could be wrong. We may see him one more time, but I think this may be it. I think, Daddy, you can agree with me when I say the big key to this next game is going to be coming out, playing hard, knocking down your shots, playing hard on the defensive end, and for the love of God, stop turning the ball over. I agree, Hannah, and stop fouling, you know, players every time they they go to the basket. Again, the Lakers are just not really playing very well at this stage of the season. Uh, they certainly are playing down to their competition, and that's not really a good thing. Uh, they were lucky to win tonight. They were lucky to win that last game against Detroit. You know, and at the end of the season, you know, look back and they're both wins, and that's great. You know, you want to win even if it's ugly. But, you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, Hannah, the Lakers are not playing that great at this point in the season. Uh, they're not as smooth and, and cohesive as the team was last year. Well, let's see if they can turn that around in the next one on Wednesday night because we're going to be back at it again seeing this OKC Thunder team. You guys, that's going to be it for tonight's show. Thank you all so much for listening. Once again, the Lakers defeat the Thunder in overtime 119 to 112. Laker Dad and I will be back in action again on Wednesday night after the game. So until then, we are out. Bye everyone.